What's happening, Pod Squad? Welcome back in Mini Stripes episode number five. Ten minutes or less of striping specific content delivered to your ears every Monday morning. Thank you for listening. I want to talk today about blueprints. Uh, this is what I do now. I just wait till somebody asks me a random question about something and then I turn it into a mini stripes. So somebody recently asked me, uh, how do I get better at reading these blueprints? Um, so I'm going to just go through a couple of things that you want to look out for while you are looking at construction drawings and blueprints so you can get your estimates for new layouts on striping jobs done a little bit quicker. So start with number one, which drawings do you look at? Typically when you get uh, a set of construction drawings sent to you by a general contractor or a paver, uh, depending who it is, they might send you all of the drawings for that entire project. Okay, so that might include architectural drawings, structural drawings, civil drawings, mechanical drawings, electrical drawings, and landscape drawings. Depending on the type of project, there might even be a, some other random one. But those are the typical ones that you get. Now, drawings are just that. They are pictures. They are not specifications, which I will get into in a couple minutes here. They are just drawings. When it comes to the parking lot and the striping, or perhaps you're looking at uh, interior work, that's a different story. But parking lot drawings, you can typically get the quickest, fastest information for what you need for the, for the line painting of a parking lot in the landscape drawings. So that might not be where you think to look, but the reason why you want to look there is the landscape drawings are typically a lot simpler um, they are typically, at least here in Canada, when you get landscape drawings, they're usually shown in a lot more color because it is landscape. It's a lot more to do with trees and shrubs and plants, etc. So the landscape drawings are simple. They're in color, easy to read, and they will usually even show the color of the parking stalls or some sort of mock-up, what it's supposed to look like. And you can get your stall counts and the layout pretty quickly from your landscaping drawings. Now, the next place, if you don't get landscape drawings, or, or even if you do, the next place you want to look is the civil drawings. Civil drawings are usually a lot uh, shorter in length compared to the other drawings. And they're basically uh, a set of drawings designed for the earth and dirt works companies. So it shows them where to put these things like this uh, sanitary sewer, the storm sewer, basically anything under the ground. But the paving scope of work always comes on the civil drawings as well. Usually you'll find a page of drawings that talks about the grading of the asphalt and elevations and things like that. And usually you'll find parking lot stalls somewhere in there as well. Depending on the project and who the engineer and the architect is, you might get striping specific information in either of those two sets of drawings. So what I mean by that is you might look at the landscape drawings, you'll see photos of the layout and the parking area, and then if you scroll down in those drawings, you'll see something called a details page. And this is super important. When you're looking at construction drawings and you're looking at the parking lot, you might see something in the drawing called a detail. And sometimes you'll even see a note that says C detail C.12. Uh, sometimes there's even a page number. It'll say on page, you know, C-104. What a detail is, it's a zoomed-in explanation of what you see on the drawing. So as a perfect example, we see this one a lot with our architects up here in our part of the world, and I'm sure it's the same in the States. You'll look at a handicap stall, and it'll say, Handicap Accessible Parking, C-Detail, CW-1, or whatever the detail number is. 
And then you scroll down in that drawing, usually on the civil page, sometimes on the landscaping page, you scroll down until you find the details page. And then you're just gonna cross-reference CW-1. You're gonna look for it on the details page and it'll show you exactly the kind of handicap stall you need. So for example, a lot of the times we'll see uh, international symbol for handicap parking comes with blue box, two coats of paint, yellow border, you know, white handicap stencil, whatever the details are. That's where it tells you exactly how to paint them. And that's super important because you don't want to get to site and do it not to spec. Sometimes uh, on a spec like that or a detail, the architect or the engineer won't care. Other times they will go and ask you, did you paint two coats of paint? How come you didn't paint the four inch yellow border? How come the handicap stencil is this size instead of that size? And they might actually make you redo it. I would think that's pretty rare, but you still need to do your diligence and look at that. The other place you might want to look is the main set of drawings, which is typically called the architectural drawings. And the reason why you always want to look at the architectural drawings is typically in the first couple pages of your architecturals, it will have some sort of cover sheet or information um, which tells you where all the drawings can be found with their names. So it'll tell you if there's a line marking or a pavement marking drawing, you'll find it there. The other nice thing, depending on the project, is it will often have like a summary of the project. And in that project summary, it sometimes will tell you exactly how many parking stalls there are, exactly how many handicap accessible parkings there are, and uh, some other helpful information about the parking lot. Sometimes, at least in our part of the world, if you look at the architecturals, very in one of the first few drawings that you look at, it's typically on like page three, four, or five, or six of, of the PDF that you get, you're gonna see a drawing called site plan. And site plan has a ton of information on it. It's usually a very complex drawing that shows everything and anything. But usually that site plan, at least of the exterior, will also show you not just the parking lot layout, but sometimes it'll show some handicapped parking arrows. It'll show your fire lane, depending on which uh, state you're in, if that's a requirement. It might show you where the pedestrian crosswalks are. And those architectural drawings, the site plan, could give you some real good information on where you need to be looking for things like arrows or crosswalks or even stencils. Uh, I want to talk very briefly about, so those are the drawings. Um, just to summarize that, the quickest, dirtiest, easiest way to look at what you need to look at is typically in the landscape drawings, but you can also use the civil and architectural drawings, specifically that site plan in the architectural drawings to get a better idea of where everything is supposed to go, stencil work, etc. Do not neglect this next part. This is super important. A lot of times on a project, a project will have a specification book. And when I say book, believe me, some of them are full on books. Uh, we've had some spec books for like, you know, high schools that are being built and no word of a lie, there will sometimes be over 1000 pages of specifications for line painting or sorry, for, for the whole project, not for line painting, the entire project. The specifications in a construction drawing set are designed to tell you the specific types of material that contractors and subcontractors need to use. So what that means is if you got a thousand page in a, in a spec book for a project, chances are you only need three or four of those pages. But I'm gonna show you how you can quickly find those three or four pages that you need 
so that you can quickly review the specs. Typically, the line painting or the pavement marking is assigned a certain number. Um, now, you're going to have to look in the table of contents of your specs, but at least in our part of the world, it's going to be one of two numbers. It's either 321723, which is a spec number for line painting, or sometimes it's a five-digit number, depending on uh, the type of project it is. And don't quote me, but I think that number is 01742. I think I got that one wrong. Anyways, look at the table of contents on your spec book in your PDF and find the pavement marking. The other thing you can do is when you open up that PDF, use control F on your keyboard. That will open up a search bar and search the word line painting, pavement marking, etc. And it will usually you'll zip right to the section you need to look at. It is very important, especially on a larger project, that you look at the specs for the project because you might find things in there that catch you off guard. For example, the specs on a project might say you have to use latex paint, or it might say you have to use solvent paint. When we do some projects like Walmarts, you'll see some specs that say everything gets two coats of paint and all of the transverse markings, so those would be crosswalks and uh, stop bars, things like that, all of the transverse markings get glass beads. You might also see specs that say glass reflective beads have to be installed with a pressurized system. You might see specs for how to remove lines. Some projects might demand hydroblasting. Some might require surface grinding. Always look in the specs using the control F feature and find those line painting specifications so that you make sure you're using the right products with the right methods. If you don't look at the specs, and you show up to the job site and you've got the wrong material or the wrong uh, methods that you're going to use, it could quickly cause you a lot of problems and shut your project down in a hurry. So hopefully that helps you 10 minutes of how you can get better at construction drawings. If you need any help, send me a DM on Instagram or send me an email, cam at stripedpodcast.com. I would love to help you get better at your drawings. Keep your stripes hot. Talk to you next week.